It's Sports by the Book at the South Point Studio. Here's Jeff Parles. Welcome in. It is Sports by the Book at the South Point Studio. Happy to be with you. A football Friday for us here. I'm Jeff Parles, and I have two of the best in the business to my right today. Farside, Chris Andrews, Sportsbook Director here at the South Point. Vinny Maliulo, alongside as well, Gone Gaming, Hall of Famer. Both of you Hall of Famer, Sports uh, Betting Hall Thank of Famers you, as well. And guys, I'm so thrilled to be here. We are thrilled to be here as well. I can't believe we pulled this off in a couple of weeks, but we did it. And here we are. Always bet on us. <laughs> I was telling somebody earlier, Mr. Gone gives you marching orders. You start marching. Marching. Uh, 100%. We will be with you moving forward Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This time slot on Thursday, Friday, and Monday. Tomorrow, Vinny and I will be on the air bright and early, 8 a.m. Pacific time, and then leading you into the NFL games on Sunday at 9 a.m. But we are thrilled to have you. Maybe Jimmy Vaccaro will even stop in at some point. I have a feeling he will. I, I, you know what? Knowing Jimmy and his and his Twitter staff, Vinny, I think he'll be in. Like I said, he's the only one in in the world that has a Twitter staff. So uh, I, I I'd make that. I wouldn't bet against him not showing. I will will be on the lookout for Jimmy. Of course, South Point Sportsbook behind us. Mm -hmm. A trio of games tonight that we'll get to in a second. But Chris, I'll just go back a little over twenty four hours ago. The Eagles got it done. 30 at uh, 34-28 over Minnesota and landed right on that six. Landed right on a six, but how about the first half we needed yeah. Minnesota? <laughs> uh, you know, I thought we had that wrapped up in the first half. And a guy kicks what a 61-yard field goal was. Uh, yeah. you know, to uh you know push the number from from three to six. And but late in the game, Jeff, let me let me mention this. Uh, the Vikings go up 12. Yeah. Why do you kick the extra point? The difference, mm -hmm. there's four minutes left in the game. A, a 12 and a 13 makes absolutely no difference. They're not going to kick two field goals It was right? when the Eagles went up. Eagles. It, but, it was, I mean, it was, when the Eagles went up. It was bizarre because Sirianni is one of the forward-thinking coaches in the league. Mm -hmm. And I, I, texted, uh, I texted a few of our friends, a few of our mutual friends, as we were watching that game last night. I was like, wait a second here. What did I miss? Now, I put that out on Twitter. Why, why, you have to go for two. You have to go so we kind of got lucky there. Six was, was not a terrible number. It was, wasn't bad. Obviously, when you're on those kind of numbers in Atlantic, it's like you never took the bet in the first place. Right. You know, so that's all. But seven would have been really bad. So I'm kind of glad he didn't go for two because that <laughs> makes the seven, obviously, extremely live. So we got unlucky the first half, a little lucky the second half. But I got to tell you, it was one of those deals where uh, Michael's longtime partner, Frank Toady, called into the sports book. How did we do in and uh, Nick gave him the figure. He said, that's all we lost. <laughs> <laughs> that's always a good thing when Frank says something like that. I, I think, you know, you know, we, we, we had a lot of other things going on yesterday besides football. We had a lot of baseball and uh, other things. So we, we wound up with, uh, it wasn't a good day, but it wasn't all that bad either. And uh, just looking forward for the Eagles here, Chris, 2-0, and but not overly impressive. Not at all. In these two games. Again, they're, they're front of their schedules, pretty reasonable. Through the first six weeks, especially now with Aaron Rodgers on the shelf for the rest of the year, just what have your thoughts been just watching the Eagles through two games? And maybe, again, it's still early to move power ratings and yeah. such, but a few more weeks like this, you're probably going to have to move some numbers. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, they, they, they covered the first week. Right. You know, they, 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 they weren't off by much covering yesterday, you know, but I'm, I'm going to have to lower them a little bit. 
I heard some guys, I've been trying to listen and, you know, as much as I could, the guys that I respect, a lot of guys are saying that Jason Hurts looks a little different this year. And I don't know if it's coaching. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure exactly what it is. I'm not a scout, but I do know what I see. You know, I see him. He looks a little, not quite as solid. And um, he got better as the year went on last year. So maybe we're going to see the same thing this year. Maybe we're not. I'm not sure. Well, I think, uh, you know, to, to Chris's point, too, I mean, first of all, you know, teams have had all offseason to have work on film and look at, and look at things True. like that. Uh, Eagles did have some some defensive injuries yesterday, yes, too. Let's remember, lot, particularly yeah. in the secondary. Uh, and, and, and the other part, guys, let's face it, again, a, a very short, a very condensed preseason anymore. So September is, we're going to see some pretty surprising results. Some of those results, uh, or a lot of those results, are going to be closer until teams really figure it out. Um, so on our side of the counter, Jeff, as we talked yesterday, uh, we're not going to overreact, but we're going to certainly pay very close attention to those results. It's still very early, two games sure. into a 17-game yeah. season. The move from Steichen, of course, who's now the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, to Brian Johnson seems to be hurting that offense through the early get-go. I don't think the size doing that much different than Jonathan Gannon. I think last night Minnesota just moved the ball when the injuries started piling up in that secondary. Yeah, and, you know, Vinny, Vinny pointed that out. You know, I mean, listen, new coaches, you know, mm -hmm. not enough time in the uh, preseason. preseason. You know, I, I mean, even you know, people were expecting big things uh, out of Baltimore. We haven't talked about them yet. And they mm -hmm. haven't looked very impressive, but, you know, again, one game. And they covered as well, too. But I don't think that offense looked all that good. They got a new offensive coordinator. We talked about a lot of new faces. They expect big things out of Baltimore. I've, I've been a little cautious on Baltimore myself because I, I, I think Jackson, three years in a row, he's had you know, diminishing results. And, uh, you know, I don't know if we're going to get the – the guy who was a unanimous MVP a couple years ago or not? I don't know. The point. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that guy exists anymore. I don't think he does I, either. I really don't. And and it's weird to say about a guy who's in his mid twenties still. Yeah. Just got paid a boatload of money, but linebackers will, linebackers will do that to you. Well, I, you know, <laughs> I, that's a concern with Jalen Hurts. He took a sure. lot of hits last night as well. Yeah. Especially yeah. early in that game. All right, Vinny. To tonight, three yeah. college games. Let's start first with Maryland and Virginia. Uh, this is not an ACC game, guys. This is ACC versus Big Ten. Thank you, realignment. Vinny, where are we sitting right now? Again, the Terps uh, earlier in the day, a two-point, uh, two-touchdown favorite. I yeah, a little bit of an uptick here, Jeff. And right before we came on the air, uh, Chris and I were back uh, back in the office, and uh, Maryland went to 15, so off of the uh, the 14-point opener. Well, let me give you a further uh, yeah, update. We're at 15 and a half. 15 and oh, there a half. We go. So, yeah. As we speak. So there you go. Uh, and and the total on this one, uh, right, you know, that has – Initially bet under from 49, Chrissy, down to 47 and a half, 47, now back to 48 and a half. So, you know, uh, 48 now. So two-way action on the total, but it's uh, pretty much one-sided in terms of uh, Maryland. Second game of the night or same time as Maryland and Virginia, Army and UTSA. Vinny, no Frank Harris looks like the starting quarterback for the Roadrunners. Looks like he's going to miss the game tonight with a turf toe injury. He's out, and a uh, big adjustment here now, down to seven UTSA. Again, opened uh, on Monday morning here at South Point, 10.5 total on the game. Now, obviously, a bit of an adjustment and a play to the under initially uh, from 45 to 42. Then the last one tonight, 5 o'clock Pacific time, 6 o'clock local in Colorado Springs, Air Force welcoming in Utah State. Well, there's another game in Colorado this week. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> this is a, I hadn't heard. <laughs> Air Force, nine on the opener, uh, held pretty steady, a little bit of an uptick today now. Uh, the, uh, uh, the Air Force, the Academy at nine and a half. 
45 for this total. Bet under. No real surprise here, Chrissy, that this one's coming under for, by a couple of points. No, I think, you know, this is a, this is a good matchup. Teams uh, know each other fairly well. Still early in the season, so sometimes those games tend to be a little lower. It can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think right now we got a pretty good schedule for, you know, for a Friday night. Uh, you know, we're going to, I'm sure we're going to need Virginia. Uh, I'm not sure who we're going to need in the Army UTSA game or the Air Force game. So, and we got some pretty good action. And, uh, you know, we should have we should have some fun tonight. A lot of baseball too. Yeah, a lot of baseball. That uh, me personally, as as the better on set, I've now looked at a baseball line and probably beat this. Oh, really? Yeah, I've really. Not, yeah, not, I've been I've been pretty disciplined since football season yeah. started. Which well, I is still got to look. I hate to. Oh, I know it, you so. guys got to look, but <laughs> yeah. uh, at least for myself, I don't have strong opinions, but I got to look at the numbers. No, I, I know Tampa and Baltimore continue their gigantic series. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yep. at least on the line there. Rays closing in. Rays are only a game out now. Yeah. Uh, got back in the mix after, uh, of course, a slowing down after that historically good start for the Rays. All right, guys, let's uh, let's talk some more college football, though. Let's look to Saturday. All right, Chris, I, I, I love this. I love that we're starting the Saturday slate here, talk talking about a game that's a four touchdown opener here. But Florida State, Boston College, there could be weather throughout the Northeast right. uh, with yeah. the impending tropical storm, looking like it's going to make landfall. Uh, Chris, where are we sitting right now? Florida State, Boston College. Of course, the Seminoles off to a very good 2-0 start. Oh, I, I think the weather is part part of the handicap here. We opened this game uh, 28. Uh, we're down, you know, when I started writing our numbers for the show, we were 26. We're now down to 24 and a half. Mm-hmm. So I think the weather has a lot to do with it. And it's funny, early in the week, before I do my parlay cards, I like to look at the weather, yeah. and everything was clear and fast. Uh so the weathermen are probably as bad at predicting numbers as we are sometimes. So uh, can we bet so, on the weather? Those guys book the weather. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, if you, if you took twenty-eight on the dog, you're probably betting on the weather. Yeah, but we're down to twenty-four and a half. We've had a lot of dog money, but you know, uh, on uh, that that other network that I was on for a little while, I gave out two teams that I thought were going to be you know right in the chase. And Florida State was one, with Notre Dame being the other one. But I really I love this Florida State team. I think that they're just solid all the way around. Really like them, but uh, you know, you go on the road to uh, you know a conference opponent, and you know mm-hmm. you're a Florida boy, and now you're going up to Boston. Uh, you know, it's it's not like you're going in December. You know, it's still the 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 temperature won't be the issue, but you know, as far as wind and rain that sort of thing, that probably will be, and that's keeping this number a little bit lower than it probably should have been on a clear and fast track. Right, right now, sixty-seven degrees for Chestnut Hill tomorrow. Uh, the precipitation chance is down to around 40%. So yeah. maybe. Is that, what's it say about the wind? The wind is The wind key. right now, there's your problem right there. 30 yeah. miles an hour. Well, that's a lot. And yeah. as yeah. Vinny, you talked about this with me plenty of times on the other network. Uh, the wind is what makes the difference, sure. not necessarily the precipitation. Snow. A, a little bit, uh, certainly rain to an extent, uh, but the wind more than, more than the, uh, the other two factors. Let's uh, let's go to a game that you guys had listed in your game of the year uh, listings uh, before the season, of course, and that is in Champaign, Illinois. Penn State on the road. Illinois really just smacked down last week by Kansas. Mm. Got it close at the end, had a chance to get in the back door if uh, a lot of things happened, had yeah. the ball down 11, but they end up losing that game by 11. Penn State 2-0. They took it to the Bluehead. Sorry, Udell uh, backers and, and alum there, but... Penn State, of course, beating West Virginia week one. Vinny, 
How does this game compare now to what it compared to when you guys opened this in the game of the year? Well, Chris, when uh, when we did the games of the year, um, we I think we had a, a little bit more faith uh, in <laughs> Illinois and <laughs> a little. Uh, yeah, uh, we had but, a little. Yeah, uh, Penn State. We opened. I think it was eight when we opened, we opened it eight, last we summer. It nine and a half. We closed. Uh, you know, so th there was support for the Nittany Lions, uh, and no real shock, right? But uh, we did open this one. Uh, 14 i think it got as high as 15 uh, earlier in yeah. the week chris now back down to 14 so overall you know you look at it it's a two-way action but you know and again we don't reflect back on the games those forget those were very early uh power ratings and things like that we have to make adjustments and pay attention to results uh in even in uh, the first i say three weeks for the college yeah you know i patted myself on the back a minute ago talking about florida state and notre dame i also picked illinois to be very good this year and uh I was uh, very wrong there. I fell for the Bielema, who talked up his team quite a bit and had a great year last year. Yeah. He really did. Uh, but again, you got to go with what you see. And you're right, Vinny. We it was 15 as of an hour ago. Yeah. You know, money mm -hmm. showed on Illinois um, in the last uh, couple. Of, by the way, we've had a lot of movement today, a lot yeah. of play, which it's uh, a good thing. Hey, we love it. Yeah, keep <laughs> yeah. it coming, buddy. Keep it coming. You know, but I think uh, I did miss the boat on Illinois. I thought they were going to be a lot better this year. And like I said, we still had him as an eight-point dog against Penn State in our look-aheads. By the way, let me talk about that one Please, second. Yeah. When, when you're doing these games of the year, everything is priced for perfection. And do you ever watch a football game or ever watch a football season? <laughs> Very few things go perfectly. You know, but which way does it go? I mean, Penn State, Allard might have gotten hurt, and we're with right, some other sure. quarterback I never heard of. But, you know, Illinois did not play as well as I anticipated. You know, I think you could look at Alabama and Ohio State, maybe have a couple issues. But like I said, 128 teams in the country would like to have their issues. But every, keep that in mind when you are playing, especially when you're, I didn't come to fruition here, but when you're playing favorites, keep that in mind. It, mm -hmm. Things are priced for perfection. You know, and and again, like you mentioned, like what would have happened if Illinois went out week one, handled a, a good mid-major in Toledo better than they sure. did. A good Kansas team, they too. Could, Kansas. I mean, look, they went on the road last week to Lawrence and, and won. This line is not 14, I can tell you well, that. It's probably closer to that 8 or 9 yeah, that we were looking it, at in the preseason. I yeah. would say it's probably probably 9, maybe yeah. 10 uh, with, with that. Again, Illinois right now, two-touchdown underdog at home against Penn State. I want to get one more game here before uh, I may see Jimmy in, in a few moments mm -hmm. because there was a big ticket that came in on this game tickets, yeah. that we're, we're, we're looking at right now, and that is my alma mater, the Missouri Tigers, taking on Kansas State. We saw this matchup a year ago. Also, we saw this matchup for years and years and years in the Big 12. Thank you again, Realignment. Chris, uh, you guys are down to three and a half right now with the Wildcats laying it in Como tomorrow. You know, I opened this game five and a half. Um, I was kind of on the high end when I saw them. It was mostly five when I opened it, uh, and I opened five and a half. I, I thought the higher number was was right. Um, I guess we'll find out in about 24 hours which way was right. But I, I did like the higher number, but the, the the handicappers have come in on the dog. Uh, we're down to three and a half on the game. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's that's pretty solid move here. And, you know, for, for two major schools, you know, yeah. two, you know, power five schools. You know, so a pretty big move on the dog. Gee, what a shock! We're, 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 your alma mater got on got on got on a show on, oh, on the opening I, show. Look, I, I would prefer <laughs> to, I, would, I would prefer not to no, mention them. They should have lost last I'll, week I'll to you, Tennessee. I'll tell you what's what's interesting about this, and, and Chris touched on it. The five and a half on the opener. Uh, we just went to three and a half, probably about a half hour ago. Four. Oh so they so you know it was professional money that took that five and a half. Definitely. They took the five. Professional money took the four. So professional a, money it, took the. Four? This is as committed 
uh, as professionals are, are, you're going to see professionals get with this one. It's not like they, you know, they just took that that early uh, that early money. I mean, look, you can call me a square if you want. Kansas State to me is the better football team, and there's not that much of a home field advantage in Columbia. As no, much there as really I, isn't. As and much as I would like to say, there is one. Yeah, that's what I said. I, I thought the five and a half opener. Like I said, I it was five or yeah. five and a half. I chose to go with a higher yeah. number, yeah. and uh, well, the, the money's uh, Kansas State saying will, I'm wrong. Kansas so. State will be a need tomorrow morning. Yeah, we'll let's probably just, need Kansas State. Let, yeah, let's just go with that. that. Uh, again, the uh, Purple Cats of K State, three and a half point favorites. On the road, any anything on the total in this one, Chris? It's sitting at forty nine and a half. I know they bet you up, right? Uh, they bet us up a little bit, but mm-hmm. uh, not nothing. To, nothing crazy. Not nothing's ringing the big bell. So you know, I don't. All right, we, we have more college football to get to. Some NFL as well. We're happy we're that you're all with us. We're happy to be with you as always as well. Sports by the book here at the South Point Studio. We have more college football to talk about when we come back next. If you're celebrating a special occasion or just love fine dining, you're in the right place. Come experience the crown jewel of South Point restaurants, Michael's Gourmet Room. Welcome. With over 600 different types of wines and magnificent dishes prepared tableside, you'll revel in the rich classic Vegas decor and the best black tie service in the world. This intimate gourmet room has earned accolades galore. Come to Michael's Gourmet Room for an unforgettable dining experience. Another famous restaurant is the Silverado Steakhouse, where you'll find the charm and service that discerning patrons require. From top quality steaks and chops to fresh seafood and desserts, you'll love the award-winning wine list and menu at Silverado Steakhouse. Steak lovers have even more options with primarily prime rib, Catering to hearty appetites, the menu features a variety of flavorful prime rib cuts, dry aged to ensure tenderness, and then seasoned and slowly roasted. Although prime rib is our specialty, it's not the only thing on the menu. There's something for everyone. And if you're craving a taste of Italy, come experience delicious Italian cuisine and the attentive service at Don Vito's. Our culinary team starts with the freshest ingredients and transforms them into traditional favorites. And don't forget Italian desserts. Don Vito's, savor the taste of Italy. Finally, if sushi is more your style, join us at the popular Zenshin Asian restaurant and sushi bar, where we're serving up the freshest sashimi, nigiri, and sushi rolls. And beyond the sushi, an exciting contemporary Asian cuisine menu plus a variety of specialty drinks, Japanese and domestic beer, wine, and sake. Balance your hunger with Zenshin. Welcome back in. It's Sports by the Book here at the South Point Studio. I'm Jeff Parles. Happy to be with you. The maiden voyage for us here today. Vinny Maliulo, Chris Andrews alongside, of course. Uh, Vinny, what were, what were you saying? 89 years between the two of you behind the counter? Well, here in Las Vegas. In Vegas. I mean, yeah. if you if you include uh, huh. tuition fundraising, uh, there's probably closer to 100. I did milk money for in fifth grade, and that's oh, not a lie. Go. Yeah, that's, you know, the, we had one kid bet us a dollar. We sweated that one for the <laughs> yeah. The big sweat. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, uh, you should have seen the parlay cards we put out. That was oh, more robbery oh, than bookmaking. Oh, I, 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 I'm sure. I'm sure. Hey, look, uh, at, at, look, throughout the throughout this show, throughout the fall, 
well, plenty of story times. I know we'll get we'll get we'll get the nuns at some point, right, Vinny? Well, yeah. I mean, the, the good sisters. They were a very uh, they had a tremendous influence on my uh, current career. Absolutely, uh, and also at some point, Jimmy will will wander in here. We, at some we, point, we, we hope be here. We we expect Jimmy to be here. Some big tickets coming in as well. well yeah, he's uh, got a few tickets he wants to show. Yeah, us. yeah, that, yeah. that will be report. Jimmy will be reporting the big tickets that we've seen throughout the afternoon. There's been a bunch of them behind us here at the South Point Sportsbook. All right, let's go to the SEC. Keep it there. Uh, the Bayou Bengals, LSU on the road, Chris, against Mississippi State. Right now, get, Chris, uh, sitting at nine and a half on this one. Yeah, I, I, you know, we haven't moved off the opener. Yeah. You know, So this is a one of these games. It's an early game, an early ESPN game. I mean, listen, the SEC always draws money, draws mm-hmm. fans. Uh, but it looks like the number's pretty good. Uh, we haven't moved it. And, you know, it's, listen, we've got a lot of business on almost every game, and this is no exception. But... Looks like the number was okay. Nine and a half seems to be uh, pretty solid. We haven't had any movement yet. Feels like, again, number hasn't moved, as you said. I crossed this game off immediately off uh, on my card, which means the number was right to me. Yeah, if it, yeah. I, a little high maybe, if anything, but yeah. um, you know, that, not not much. So you mentioned before, Chris, LSU, Florida State was one of the teams you were yeah. high on. They yeah. took LSU out sure did. in week one. Uh, with Alabama looking vulnerable last week, that was as much as LSU could have asked for. Yeah, I mean, listen, the uh, SEC West is, you know, all of a sudden pretty wide open. Sorry, keep an eye on Mississippi, too. That That's they can know, score. Good, good win at Tulane yeah. last yeah, week. That, yeah, Tulane, who, I, you know, I know they were missing the quarterback last week, and they kind of got lucky at the end covering the way they did. But still a pretty good team. I thought the backup actually was pretty good. But it's one of those deals where I think Mississippi is a good team. And uh, right now that uh, SEC West is maybe a little bit open. If you could yep. take a big, good price on Mississippi, you might want to take it. I don't yep. know how it looks in your power rankings, but this feels like the weakest the SEC has been since I might have been in high school. Because Georgia is the only, to me, the only mm-hmm. high-quality team yeah. in the SEC East. Alabama is down, as was proven last week. LSU gets blasted week one. It is a down year for the South. I think Tennessee Georgia. is down, too, and that's Very the one so. challenge. The one serious challenge I think Georgia had in the East, but I, I think they they handle Tennessee pretty easily. I think the, the best way to indicate uh, to, to confirm that too, Jeff, is when you look at the, our power ratings. It was always closer in recent years, right. right? I mean, there was maybe a couple of points difference between, for instance, Alabama and Georgia. It's 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 higher this year. It's there's a, at least a, we came into the season with a six point difference between yeah. Georgia and Alabama, and that just continues to grow. And of course, I think the big indicator too especially in the case of Alabama is when Nick Saban signs a quarterback after the spring game yeah. out of the transfer portal that tells you a lot uh, a, a great deal well and we'll get to Alabama in a second because yeah. they bench Jalen Miller he's yeah. not starting yeah, he's not uh, Tyler, Tyler Buckner the Notre Dame transfer is going to start Vinny against South Florida and, and you know I, I me personally I like Milro as their best quarterback going into the year. He did not look good a week ago against Texas other than that one long touchdown throw. Well, he won he won the job in 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 the spring in spring practice, but you know, the difference between spring practice for college and of course at least in the NFL and even though it's uh, predominantly the twos and the threes getting the work, at least you have a better idea on your depth chart. Well, obviously now Nick Saban particularly after last week in the game against Texas, he realizes he's probably got to get a change. They can't afford another loss. So and that's and, and that's one more loss more, done. De- more demanding, right? In in terms of uh, for the colleges. What, what did you say the difference was in your power rating? In the beginning of the season, you and I were we were yeah. six. 
But now I just checked. It's, uh, mine's nine. Now it's oh, up. Wow. Yeah, it's up to. That's a lot. That, was, that is a big number. Six, That's a lot. Six going <laughs> into the season, six but now now it's season, not. But, it had to be adjustments. Well, nine. I've got. All, I've I think got Georgia. Listen, it, it, you know it's football. God knows they could lose. Who knows what? Yeah. You know. Right. But right now they are they are pretty much heads above. Sure. You know, really everybody in the SEC. I don't think we've seen the best of Florida State yet. Uh, you know, Notre Dame's still not quite up to that level, but I think they're very good. So the, we still got a lot of teams out there that there's some possibilities. And mm -hmm. again, price for perfection. Who's to say things are going to go perfectly for Georgia? But uh, that's a team that's recruited well, coached mm -hmm. well. They have everything going for them. But right now, I think they're clearly, clearly the best team. Yeah. You, what was what was the conference season wins on? You go seven and a half and juice it over. No. Seven and a half over, like two twenty <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But we got a lot of money on the unders. I'm a Georgia fan this year. So you year. want Georgia to run the table? Yeah, the absolutely. SEC. Guys, look who joined us. Oh, who joined us? Come on, come on, in. come on, come on, come on in. Come on in. Our guy Jimmy Picaro. See, Chris, Chris seating the seat absolutely. to our guy Jimmy. Come on, come on in, Jim. You got You got Come on the microphone. Please do. Jimmy Picaro, everybody. Come on, buddy. Just say, Jimmy. How's the first two weeks been? Because I want to say something without telling you what the question is, and you tell me at the end if, if it was a good <laughs> response or not. You know, well, Jimmy, end. well, Jimmy, you can tell us right now <laughs> yeah. since we're on the air. You ready? So like, go, go ahead, McCartney. Uh, how was the first two weeks, Jimmy? <laughs> go right ahead, Jimmy. You know, people have been laughing at me my whole life, so it's not a big deal. No, we're laughing it's, with you. No, you're, you're laughing you're with Vinny on that. Well, first of all, thanks for coming in. Thanks for calling. And you know what? I'm here, Chris and Vinny, and and the young man over here is 30 years old, and we have socks that are older than 30 years old. <laughs> I'm wearing them right now. I, whatever. So, you know, what I'm going to bring over, just like obviously talk to my two friends here. You know, look, first of all, let's call it like it is out there. We have about 130 years' experience, me, you, and Vinny, yep. that running these places. We came to town probably at a good time yep. when, the, in a sense, the uh, casino started to open up racing sportsbook. So where it is today, where it was, the first two weeks was excellent. What I mean by that is like, any business that you have, you must keep increasing the handle because if you don't, you know, the, the, uh, the 11 to 10 will eat up on both sides. We've got to make more money. So what I'm looking at right now is like something is completely, not completely different, but a lot different than it was some, those 30 or 40 years ago. Yes, people came. Yes, people bet a lot of money. But how about we just had one guy, one customer in the past hour mm -hmm. and a half. Here's what his bets he left us with. He took the Jets plus nine, J-E-T-S, Jets, right. Jets, Jets. Zach Wilson, here we go. That's for right. $22,000. That was he my took, cousin JoJo. He took that, okay? And he must like the animals, too, because then he bet 22000 on the Jaguars plus three and a half. But I'm going to stop at the Jaguars for a second so you can understand it. The guy took plus three and a half. The game opened up two and a half. But he knew better to say, there's no sense taking two and a half. I'm going to wait to see if the number is comfortable with me. So now taking... Three and a half as opposed to two and a half. You do that for the entire year, you're probably going to win, what, eight or ten more games than you oh, yeah. would yeah. never have a chance of yeah. winning. Well said. That's a difference. There are people now, yes, they understand it a little better. They bet a lot of money. But we overcome that because the volume and the people who come in keep getting bigger and bigger every day. If you people would have been there where we were next last Sunday, it would look like Super Bowl yeah. Sunday. We surmise that there might have been more money bet and tickets written last Sunday basically before the Super Bowl. That's incredible. Wow. We need that. So well, he wasn't he wasn't done. Then Still he bet going. a total for uh, you know for over 45 and a half for a measly $10,000. Now, it's hard to get $1,000 bet on a total. This gentleman right here, he just writes tickets to say, come on, we're still open. 
So, you know, once we get to that point. Bengals, right? Yeah, the yeah, Bengals. Bengals ticket. Mm-hmm. Over on the Bengals and Ravens? Mm-hmm. Yes. And here's something that's unique. The guy bet the Jaguars for $22,000 plus three and a half. He turned around and also bet the Jaguars on the money line. Took the money line. Plus $1.60. But you say, well, how, why would he bet that? Because, first of all, he could have the Jaguars plus the three and a half before someone scooped it all up. But here's, here's the tip-off why this guy, we know he knows what he's doing. He took plus $1.60 on the money line bet. Now, it opened plus $1.25. Once again, this gentleman did not jump in and take plus a quarter. He took, you know, so you're looking at 10000 It's quite a difference. And as we just talked a minute ago, you go now in a year, if you beat more of these and lose, taking 20 cents difference, you're going to be a winner also. And then here we go again. Mizzou, how could you not bet Mizzou? Good old. It wasn't me. I Cal- sure right now. It's little Kalamazoo me. jumped in and says, "You know what? Let's, let's just try for eleven thousand on the plus." The we four. just call surveillance. The guy looked a lot like you. I- <laughs> so, so what I'm trying <laughs> to say is- the, was it with the Bobby Valentine uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, disguise? We're getting more and more people, as you can see, right, right, right now. Line, lines, lines, lines been right that now. way, yeah. You know, it, it. And the other thing, let's call it like it is. Also, you know, we don't hide anything around here. Our our show will be completely a little different than other shows you have seen in the same place. We want to give real information, but we want to spread things around a little bit. We want to talk about things like this that people bring in. Obviously, you know, but these guys work. Me, I'm like, uh, I like to walk around and people like me to talk to them. I just ran into a guy. He was 95 years old with his wife. She'll be 95 next week. <laughs> but here's what I'm getting at. Jimmy, we used to come to the Barbary Coast. Well, that's only 50 years ago. I mean, what do you wait for? So we have, we've grown with the culture where the sports betting is in, and you can see that it's all around us. Where are we at? How many more states we need to fill the whole 48? Well, we're, we're a little over 40, actually, with uh, uh, in terms of all jurisdictions, including the District of Columbia. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Kentucky and, just went online. Oh, did they? Yeah, yes. last week. Yeah. And, and, you know, the good thing about people like us, I don't know whether it's good, bad, or indifferent to the people out there. It's like simply we've seen the curve. We've seen yeah. the culture. We've seen, you know, we talk about it quite a bit. You guys go back to 1979. I mean, you know, we had baseball. You had football. Uh, you had a little basketball. And some fights. Now you see what every day there's usually in every every casino sports book now you have at least what 150 different ways to make a bet. That's 150 right, props. Very good. Yeah. We had four props, three four props when the when the uh, Cowboys beat the Steelers 35 to 31. We all remember that one, don't we, fellas? Well, we got our ass kicked. <laughs> Thank you. Dead middle. <laughs> so you know it's 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 been a good ride. We ain't do, we ain't over yet. We might, we might be older, but we ain't older. We're older than, like, whatever. We're going to take it in stride. We're going to make this thing work. And so I'm proud to have these two as friends, and I'm proud to say, that, like, I'm the oldest one here. I didn't really mean that. We love you, Chunks. We love you. And you're going to keep bringing these tickets as yes. they come, Chunks? Yes, sorry. please. And I'll, have a ticket, and I'll be back. And, let's, and for the year, obviously, these two guys are going to take care of the inside. I'm going to try to bring a little life to it in a sense of, like, things that are happening right now and people love to see these things and talk to them so all right gentlemen i'm going back over there and i guess well andy griffith's on <laughs> see you later Jimmy Picaro, everyone uh the, the an american treasure an american treasure the mayor of the south point sports book as well that's right uh, you know the most interesting part of the of just the individual bets because Chris, uh, like Jimmy said, totals, yeah, they get hit. But it is mm-hmm. very rare you see a 
big plop down of money like that on a total. Yeah, we take it. Yeah, you know, in the NFL, yeah. ten thousand a rattle, and uh, you know some of those tickets. It's funny. Um, we might be, especially like in the Kansas City game, we might be rooting for that We're, guy. Might need that. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. Good point, Chris. Yeah. yeah. No, I I wouldn't be shocked if you are rooting for for that. For he, him he's he's I, I know the guy well. He's been a yep. good customer of ours. He's he's very much a contrarian. So uh, usually when he comes in, um, you know. Like I said, a lot of times we're, we wind up rooting for this guy. So he, he's a pretty good player, and uh, I'm glad to have him in, in our lineup. Let's take a quick break. We have more sure. college football to get to, more NFL as well. We're happy to be with you here at the South Point studio. It is Sports by the Book. He's Chris. He's Vinny. I'm Jeff. We're back, we're back with more next. Once you've satisfied your hunger, get ready for more of the hottest casino games in Vegas. Our 24-hour, 30-table non-smoking poker room proudly hosts all the most popular poker games with a variety of betting limits. Visit the poker room for a schedule of daily tournaments. Whether you're going to hold them or fold them, the best place for poker is at South Point Casino. You'll notice that our craps tables are usually the loudest in the casino. If you've never played, Join one of our free craps lessons to find out what makes this game so exciting. Check with the craps dealer for schedules and give it a roll. Bingo is also an exciting way to spend your time. We offer seven sessions of bingo every day. And each session includes a cash ball jackpot, 12 bingo games, a progressive double action game, and a $10,000 bonus coverall. Electronic units are available. If you haven't played bingo with us, give it a try today. Guests can also get in on the action at our one-of-a-kind race and sports books. Two separate rooms designed to maximize your experience and comfort. Our sports book, with over 400 seats, puts you right in the middle of the action, 24 hours a day. The friendly ticket writers are happy to help, and it's conveniently located next to the famous Del Mar Deli, where you'll find supersized portions of delicious deli items like roast beef, pastrami, and Reuben sandwiches, or soups, salads, and pizza plus spectacular desserts fit for a king. And right next door is the race book, over 150 seats, each with its own TV screen. There are 16 interactive player terminals, so you can bet right from your seat. Welcome back in. It's Sports by the Book here at the South Point Studio. Happy to be with you. A football Friday for us. I'm Jeff Parles. Vinny Maliulo. Chris Andrews. Just heard from Jimmy Vaccaro again. The man is a treasure. He, the I, man is a treasure. He's an American treasure. Yes. I'd call him my consigliere, but you know, the consigliere has to keep everything quiet. There's no, no chance. He, he can't no keep chance. a secret. There's no way. Vinny would be a good console yeti. Jimmy, forget about it. He, uh, he also, has, a, a, as Vinny has said, the only man in America with a Twitter staff. Staff. It's, got, it, it's true. He's got By a Twitter way. and an X staff. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jimmy, we'll have Jimmy in throughout yeah. the yes. entire year. All yeah. the big tickets that come in, Jimmy will come on in and uh, report them to us right here on the show. All right, guys, let's get back into some college football here. Uh, another game of the year that you had listed earlier. and not let's, let's just call it how it is. Not the most sexy of games that was on that list going into the year. No, but, I, but, but let, let me make a point. Is, and, and sometimes yeah. when you're picking these games of the year, 
Sometimes you want to get a gauge on your power ratings. No, I, <laughs> you know? and, and, and that's why when guys bet me, they go, oh, I'm going I'm to kill them in this game. Hey, thanks. Thanks for pointing me in the right direction you no, know, for, and, and for my power rating. And that's what I was going to say. That part of the reason is it helps you guys out. That's why a game like Minnesota sure. North Carolina has been up for as long as it's been up yeah. for you guys. Chris hits on, a, on an extremely important point. First of all, it, it's great. It, it, we create business. We create interest. It's marketing. But, but the, the other part of it is we utilize it. You know, there are folks out there, ah, oh, you guys were dead wrong. And again, I, Chris, in the previous segment, he hit on a key point. That at the time, and again, this was a couple of months back, in very early power ratings, the first run at the power ratings, right? The transfer portal, there were still guys moving around in the transfer portal. So when you, when you take all of that into consideration, it's a valuable tool. Uh, we appreciate the business that we get from it. Sure. It's a great exercise, and it's a lot of fun. You know what? Do we win every one of them? Absolutely not. But we pay with a smile, and that's and that's. What, but here we go. We have, we have the game here now that it's going to do even more business than uh, than the uh, uh, the previous uh, game of the year. And you guys barely have not moved this game much. Though. No, I was, it, it looks like we haven't moved, but <laughs> yeah. you're wrong. We've moved back and forth a bunch of times. Right. So uh, I was looking at my numbers here. Uh, you know, I personally made the number six. I, okay. I think Minnesota keeps games kind of low. Um, well, they have so far. They yeah. have to. <laughs> they, yeah, they have to. Uh, but we've been back and forth. We had seven, seven and a half, seven. Yeah. I mean, at least four times. You know, so, uh, you know, okay, I made the game six. It's seven instead. Okay, again, who's the dicker over a point? <laughs> right. You know, so uh, seven, seven and a half. So it looks like we haven't moved it, but we've actually moved it a lot. We have a lot of business on this game. And uh, I got to tell you, as a fan, I'm really looking forward to this game. I think it's a great intersectional matchup. And, uh, you know, I think it should be a lot of fun to watch. You could say toggling, right? Toggling Toggling. between seven and seven and a half. That's right. Toggling all all the way through here to kick. Right now, seven right now on UNC against Minnesota. That is a 1230 Pacific kickoff, 330 local time in Chapel Hill. All right, uh, let's go to the, the number one team in the country and also the number one team in your power ratings, guys. Georgia. They welcome in South Carolina. This is the conference opener for both of these teams. 27-point favorites the Bulldogs are between the hedges. You know, what, what can you say? Four, four touchdowns here. It looks like a, a game that's – it hasn't moved, really. It, no. it, but but what, what Georgia will attract, uh, probably public teasers, if any. You know, I mean, it, professionals, if they play this game, uh, they'll they'll take the point. They're, they're probably going to be more. If they, if they can get twenty eight, they can get four touchdowns. They'll take it. But not every game gets you know gets all the attention. To you as a better have the advantage, right? We have to book all these games. You don't have to bet every one of them. Or maybe it's a a situation where you look in game, right, Chris? I mean, maybe more in game. Yeah, there, there might yeah. than than pregame. There's another one of those games. I made the number twenty six. Well, the twenty seven hasn't moved. Yeah. Again, who's the dicker over that one point mm-hmm. there? You know, so th- this has been a good, uh, good betting game, good action. And, you know, it's going to be the CBS national game. I think everybody wants to see Georgia. Mm-hmm. I think South Carolina is one of those teams I kind of liked a little bit coming into this year. Uh, I don't know if I can hang with Georgia, but, uh, you know, if they get on the board once or twice, we'll probably cover this number. I think two scores gets it done. I think two scores, two gets, scores it done, gets it yeah. done for South Carolina. Something like four, uh, 40, 41 14, obviously, would, would push that 27. So. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Uh, still amazing to me that Spencer Rattler is still around. Yeah. <laughs> still amazing to me. Yeah. Of course, uh, the uh, quarterback still for South Carolina. All right. Washington and Michigan State here. Obviously, uh, a lot of things that aren't football related going yeah. on in East Lansing right now with Michigan State. 
But Chris, uh, right now you guys are sitting 16 and a half here with you doubling it on the road here, 56 and a half. Yeah, that's how we get my par raise came to 16. Right. So uh, we've been back and forth a little bit between 16, yeah. 16 and a half. But I got to say, as soon as I read like the rumor about Tucker, I said, well, Michigan State's going to get out of this contract. <laughs> you know, there's no way they're going to pay this guy $90 million. We all knew it was a horrible contract, except for the whoever the board of directors is at Michigan right. State. But I knew they would try to get out of this, and you know, we'll see what happens. Sometimes I've seen that go both ways where, you know, he probably recruited a lot of these kids or probably, mm-hmm. you know, in his camp. Maybe they want to play well for him, and, or maybe they're downtrodden, and, you know, 24 hours will say, see, I told you. I knew that. Yeah, I have no, I have no sense. I don't for, either for this game. Washington's pretty good though. Wa- Washington's right offense is really good. yeah. What, what you hit on a, a, an important point here. If if for nothing else, get at least a glimpse of it or watch it. Look at, re, make sure you read about. It. Maybe watch the condensed game. The Pac-12 is better than a lot of people thought. They're the oh, best. You're they're, they're the best conference yeah, in the country. I will tell yeah. you now that you know it's it's the last year. You call it the swan song for the conference or whatever the case may be. But I have to tell you. Uh, a, a much better conference, certainly than many of us on our side of the counter thought, from a mm-hmm. power rating standpoint overall. And don't, they were undefeated in the first week of the season, mm-hmm. so keep an eye on them. I, they're the best to be. They're the best conference yeah. in the country. Yeah, you look top, at, top, top to bottom, it's not even a debate. Right yeah, now. you look. You look at a couple teams like Oregon State and U, UCLA, who are sure. kind of like in the middle. They're yeah. pretty good teams. Oregon they're State, they could beat anybody. Washington State. State is a huge favorite this week against yeah. San Diego. So. Yeah. Yeah, just kind of showing how far the Aztecs have fallen they in a have, short yeah. period of time as well. All right, Vinny, another game of the year that you guys had. It's in the swamp. Mm-hmm. Florida welcomes Tennessee in. Right now, Vinny, you guys are sitting at six with Tennessee laying it on the road, fifty-seven. How's this move since you guys put it up? Well, I think just another one, and Chris will confirm. Uh, you know, it, it's toggling between six and six and a half. Right. Looks like they're laying the six with Tennessee uh, and and taking the six and a half. Uh, with the Gators at home, uh, not a lot. They they did bet Tennessee on the uh, game of the year, I think, Chrissy. They right? did, From yeah. Seven, they laid seven. They laid seven and a half. Yeah, uh, we closed at eight. At eight. Yeah. So um, I think overall we'll see a, a two. This is, and when a game is like this, and we're talking about you know uh, the North Carolina game, a seven, seven and a half. You know, overall it's great two way action. We just don't want to see the favorite win by exactly the one of the you know. No, oh yeah, that's, keep that's, us away from that's the number. The we'll be keep okay. Us, keep us off the seven there and six here. Speaking of numbers, I had one guy come in and bet me he, when I was at six and a half. He bet me five thousand, buy and half a point. You know, I don't recommend buying half don't, a point. Don't do in, that. Yeah, <laughs> in, in in college football, uh, you know what? It's, I mean, especially that half point is a dollar thirty. Yeah, man, it's hard enough to win at eleven at ten. You're going to lay a dollar thirty. You know, but you know, obviously we took the bet, and you know he felt that seven was such a key number. And I, you know, I understand psychologically mm. buying it to the tie. Uh, I'm just not sure mathematically it works out. All right, let's, uh, Chris, let's go to a rivalry that's near and dear to your heart. Mm-hmm. The backyard brawl, Pitt, West Virginia. And Chris, this is one of those where if you like the Mountaineers, you hopefully got in early in the week because this was Pitt opened as a one point favorite yeah. for you guys. And this is a favorite flip now. Yeah, we're up to two and a half, and uh, I see it yeah. two and a half with juice in some spots. You know, of course, we don't do that at South Point. Always we do everything at 11 to 10. Uh, this was uh, a game of the year that we opened pit two. Yeah. Okay. Never moved. So preseason, people thought we had the right number. Even start of the week, they thought we were pretty close because we opened pit one, and now we're up to West Virginia two and a half. That's funny. You know, I am a Pittsburgh guy, uh, but my very best friend in the world, 
uh, has uh, his son and daughter have gone to West Virginia. There's a lot of, and I'm not a Pitt fan. I'm a Penn State fan. But we're on a thread, and there's a lot of trash talking going on with uh, among my boys back home. So, I, I, I think the market move is right on this game. Do you really? Yeah, I do. I, I know, I know you're not supposed to look to attack a team coming off of a really bad performance because Pitt was genuinely bad for three quarters last week. Yeah, and the comeback came too late against Cincinnati. But I, I just don't like Narduzzi's team, and his quarterback's not good. That's the bigger issue here. Yeah. Uh, the Boston College transfer a week ago was bad. Oh, 10 of 27 last week. Well, I think the other aspect here is this is a major recruiting game, too. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, when you, when you think about yeah. it, right? So this is, this, this, you know, this is one of, if not the biggest game of the year for West Virginia. Uh, when, when you, you know. Yeah, I mean, all things, yeah, because right? they're not going to go to Texas and recruit. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're, so they're going to recruit in their backyard. Yeah. Um, I, I thought the opening number was okay. I thought Pitt one was right. the right number. So, uh, you know, once again, I'm sure I'll be ruined for Pitt when they kick off. So likely, anyway. But these things have a way of reversing sometimes. But right now, I'm going to need Pitt. I think. They, they they work themselves out. But just let's just, let's <laughs> yes. just go. With yes, that. they do. This By the way, it's an ABC national game. Yes, that it should is. be a really good game. Yes. Uh, again, uh, West Virginia right now two and a half point favorites after opening an underdog uh, on your game of the year end earlier this week. I want to fit one more in here, Vinny. BYU, Arkansas. I, the last year. These teams played in Provo. They only combined for 87 points in that game. Uh, the total is almost 40 points lower than that game landed last year. And uh, BYU is uh, taking some money this week for you guys. Yep. Uh, when, when you look at this one here uh, where we opened it, Arkansas SEC, uh, 10.5 point. It's pretty much been a, a steady stream. Steady diet of uh, of Cougar money, right? We're down to eight on this game, Chris. So down to eight. You know, yeah, will it come like, back up? It's it's hard to say. You know, I like again. I like the opening number. I thought yeah. it was okay. Uh, matter of fact, my power ratings come to twelve, and I thought hmm. sometimes that that might be a little bit high because, like you said, the total's much lower this year than uh, than a, than they actually scored last year. So the twelve maybe was a bit high, but I opened at ten and a half. You know, I, I thought that was an okay number, but you know, once again, a lot of BYU money, lot, and, and it's not just a local thing. Sometimes you have know, Western flavor, blah blah blah. Right. But I mean, this is all all over the country, all over the world. I'm seeing uh, BYU money showing. Yeah, this is one of those where I, I was not quick enough to get the ten because I liked it at ten. I don't like it mm. now. Uh, granted, again, it's not the the biggest of moves, but to get the whole ten is a pretty big deal. Obviously, That's pretty big. Early. Yeah. Bet it over so far, uh, up about yep. a point, point and a half to forty eight and a half. Let's actually get our last college game before we flip over to the pros before okay. we get out of here today. Uh, Chris, uh, the Deion Sanders guy. Who? Coach Prime. <laughs> I haven't Coach heard Prime, of him. the sunglasses, the hat and all. All of his players got sunglasses today, by the way. Did ours yeah. come in yet? Uh, Anybody check the mail? I don't know. I don't know if we do or don't. So Colorado, Colorado State. Uh, Chris, uh, a tweet of yours last week uh, roughly got 8 million impressions, it seemed like. Uh, with that call, three hundred and fifty-four thousand. Yeah, which is wild because you really just said it was I didn't just say the pros it. versus Joe's game. I, yeah, I said the pros are on, <laughs> on Nebraska and the public's on Colorado. I didn't say who I liked in the game. Right. I really didn't have a strong opinion. I thought, you know, I, I thought the game should have been much closer to pick. But right. you know, that's you know, I mean, that's not like you're gonna go mortgage the house to go no, you know, take quite. three points. You know, uh, but they got a lot. There's a lot of feelings one way and the other. I, let me just say right now, I, I'm going to root forever we need. But I have no affection for Norvell and Colorado State. 
I'm a little bit of a Nevada fan. I spent a lot of years in Reno, yeah, and yeah. he really decimated that program up there, which you can see a couple games. Now they're 28-point dogs, 29-point dogs it's at home Kansas. to Kansas. Yeah, mm. uh, I'm sure when they scheduled that, they thought this was going to be an easy win. So I have no affection for Norvell and Colorado State, but this, this is going to be an interesting game, and we'll – We'll do a lot of business in this one. It's a late one too. Yeah, this is one of one, those. Yeah. One of those. Uh, yeah, there'll the, be carryover uh, that, too. That, that's uh, the college version of the uh, the G game. The G game, game yes, yes, which stands for either get out if you did not have a particularly good day, or gravy if you did have a good day. So uh, I always call it the get even or get even worse there game. You go. <laughs> Perfect. Valid. Valid on all. Uh, big G's. But uh, 20, up to 23 and a half off the opener of uh, 22, 22 and a half. Uh, if it gets to 24, they'll, that's just a, a buyback on the price. Take, yeah. take on the, on, on so, the number. Yeah. You know, it'll be interesting. Uh, the next two weeks for Colorado are Oregon and USC. And yeah. got a lot more difficult. Oh, baby, let me tell you. Uh, yeah. and it might be uh, might be uh, the get-even time. For yeah, they, they, they can wear Colorado. sunglasses or not wear sunglasses, whatever. They're going to they're gonna be in the big legs in the next two weeks. Yeah, it'll be uh, fascinating to see where uh, that Oregon-Colorado line opens, especially after what we see, whatever we get out of Coach Prime and company on Saturday night. One last break for us. When we come back, we're going to the NFL, the early look ahead, two days away from the Sunday, the second Sunday of the NFL season. When we come back, Sports by the Book. Here at the South Point Studio. Our gaming amenities include over 60 table games and over 2,600 of the most popular slot and video poker machines. We have penny slots, including the popular Buffalo games and real machines like Wheel of Fortune, Triple Sevens, and Megabucks. If you prefer video poker, try Deuces Wild, Double Double Bonus, or a variety of multi-denomination games. Or... Try your hand at one of the most popular casino table games in the world, Blackjack. Don't let the game intimidate you. Blackjack, also known as 21, is both easy and fun. And our dealers are always happy to assist. And the best part? Blackjack always pays three to two. Next, check out the roulette tables. Roulette is one of the easiest casino games to learn and so much fun to play. It's a favorite of both beginners and seasoned players. In addition to blackjack and roulette, our casino pit features over 60 popular table games like Baccarat, Pie Gow Poker, Three Card Poker, Ultimate Texas Hold'em, and Mississippi Stud. So get out of your room and come join in the fun. Welcome back into the South Point studio. It is Sports by the Book. Happy to be with you. The first journey of many for us here on this show. I'm Jeff Parles, Vinny Maliulo, Chris Andrews alongside. For the next few minutes, we're going to be looking at the NFL, of course, two days away. Vinny and I will be here on Sunday morning, hmm? 9 yeah. to 10 in the morning, previewing all the NFL games. And boy, uh, what an adventurous week one it was, to say the very least, Chris. Oh, was, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know what, though? I mean, it was one of those deals that I know anybody who's been following me all these years on Twitter knows. I love Andrew Luck. I saw the bad quarterback play the first week. I'm thinking, man, could we use Andrew Luck? But you know what he's doing? He's coaching Palo Alto High School. God so, bless him. So Good you for retweeted him. that earlier. Good for him. Good. For, I don't know Andrew personally, but I know a lot of people at Stanford, and they've told me, what you see is what you get. He's really that guy. So God bless. Awesome. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's five years now, isn't it? it, it it's either four or five. Yeah, that's yeah. Doesn't it feel like it was that long. I know. Ago, even though I know. It was uh, retiring at the end of the preseason. Too short a career. Yeah. Too many injuries. That's yeah. all yeah. it was for Andrew. Didn't Luck. protect himself. Yeah. 
Let's, uh, Chris, let's look at some of these games here for Sunday. Let's start in Jacksonville because Jimmy brought it up. Mm-hmm. A bunch of big big bets mm-hmm. on the Jaguars here, moving you off the three and a half and back to the three now on Kansas City Lane. Well, we opened this game two and a half, which right. is I thought was the right number. I agree. I, I, would, I think Kansas City, again, they got a new offensive coordinator. They got some receivers. They keep replacing receivers. And we keep saying, well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It, you know, eventually it matters. And maybe it's mattered so far here. But besides that, I think Jacksonville is a really good team. And it has a great chance of making the playoffs. Um, over the years, they have not had a strong home field. But uh, this might be a new era in Jacksonville. I thought two and a half was a good number. And when I make a number two and a half, um, I want to see where it goes from there. And you know, now this guy, our friend, took three and a half on the game. But like I said, we may be rooting for him come game time because the move me from two and a half to three is pretty big. Do me from three to three and a half is even bigger. Giant move. And then now he comes in and takes a three and a half. So there, you know, Jeff, last couple of years, you don't have to go begging for Kansas City money. It, it usually well, so shows up. So easy, I, might, yeah. I might wind up rooting for this. Of course, I don't want this game to fall three. That's uh, I can Anything tell you that Anything but one. three is good with you. Anything but three at this point would be good with me. <laughs> well, in this particular game, don't forget. Now, we get Kelsey is back for the, yeah. for the Chiefs Kel- as well. Kelsey and, and Chris, and Chris Jones, Jones yeah. on the defensive on line, right? Yeah. I mean, so we talk about the quarterback play. Um, you know what? Patrick Mahomes was good. In, in the in in any opener, his receivers were not right. They also get an extra few days, right? They, they get a week and a half to prepare yep. for this one too. Now I agree with Chris. There was a time when Jacksonville did not have any home field advantage. They, they, it's it's better here, but this is a game too where you don't want to overreact from week one. This no. is overreaction. Week two is always an over. We we can't overreact on our side of the counter. So um, you, you can't just. You know, we knew we did not see the true Chiefs the other night. Now, are they as good as they were last year? It remains to be seen. They started off slow last year, too. They did. So, um, in, in this one here, I think overall we'll, we'll get Chiefs money. Chris brings up an important point. Never read a loss for Chiefs money. The public will, will love the Chiefs, especially with the return of Kelsey and Jones. You know, it's, it's, it's strange to say this in week two because, again, it's a long season. But if you're the Chiefs and you go to 0-2 and losing – the Detroit game and tiebreakers doesn't matter. It's a, it's an out-of-conference mm-hmm. game. But Jacksonville's probably going to win the AFC South. You don't want to be right. losing the tiebreaker to a team and you very easily could be battling proceeding with down the road. That's a big one, yeah. Big one. I, I got to tell you, Jeff, though, as we get going and uh, you know, and we're, we're in week two, there's big games all throughout the schedule. Yeah. I saw somebody was like, boy, this looks like a tough schedule. I can't remember who they were talking about. Every NFL team has yeah. a tough schedule. Yes. They're all tired. Look look at these numbers. There's a couple big ones we're going to talk about. But every game's tough. I mean, look, uh, let's let's go to Buffalo and Vegas yeah. real quick. I mean, mm-hmm. the Bills, Aaron Rodgers gets hurt in the fourth play of the game, and the Bills still lose to the yeah. Jets on Monday night. Josh Allen turned it over four times. And for the Raiders, Look, I know the Raiders were not a good result for you guys last week, Chris. I know that. But right now, Raiders are eight-point underdogs at Buffalo in a game that, let's face it, if the Bills lose as a touchdown-plus favorite at home, the, the Raiders, boy, all the under money that, that was there for Buffalo may yeah. be right. You might as well low. get in line and cash your ticket. Yeah. Not yet. We're not, not, uh, yet. We're not FanDuel or DraftKings. No, you can't <laughs> do that yet. Uh, we're we're going to let you play the season. But right now, I think, you know, we opened the game 10, and as I, you know, that was Monday, or Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Um, as I review, I, I, I got to tell you this. I think that number was too high. I think I, I made a mistake opening it that high. 
uh, you know, uh, again, from the, the old network that we used to talk about, uh, diminishing returns. And uh, sometimes you get over double digits in the NFL. Diminishing returns, I think, is something you definitely have to look at. I mean, look at that Viking game, Viking uh, Eagle game last night. Uh, you can go either way on this one, but, you know, clearly to take a big number on the dog was probably the right side. I really, they could have won that game, you know. Uh, but I think that comes to fruition, and a lot of times when you look at anything over a touchdown, be aware of that backdoor cover. And, you know, a lot of teams, I mean, it's not a huge total. It's not a low one, and it's 47. You know, but that, that could indicate a pretty close game. Bill's defense was was good yeah. against the Jets. It Played wasn't, wasn't, well wasn't the, 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 the defense, and, uh, but still no Von Miller this week yeah. uh, as well. But that said, I think this defense will probably – I think it's better than than Denver's defense, what the Raiders saw last week. I, I, I would agree with I that. I would say. So um, do the Bills rectify some things? And you know, we talked about Andrew Luck taking too many hits and, and not being protected. At some point, Josh Allen's game is going to catch up to where he, you know, I, so there's got to be an adjustment there. I I, I think the, the, the Bills, look, uh, with all due respect to the Raiders, and there's a lot of support for the Raiders, and that's no real shock here yeah. in Las Vegas. This is a Raider town. It's our local team. There's going to be support for them. Um, but I think we'll, we'll see we'll see some some Bills money. Again, Not never at a, a, a loss for Chiefs money. Uh, trust me, there'll be, uh, there'll be Bills money when we, uh, when we get to Sunday. Let's get one more game here, guys, and that's the Jets at the Cowboys. We all know what happened to Aaron Rodgers. Four plays, that was it. Torn Achilles, done for the year. Zach Wilson comes in. The Jets were the only team last week, guys, to come back from double digits and win in week one. Wow. Which really? is surprising, to say the yeah. very least, on multiple accounts. It happens every week in college, but uh, not too often in the NFL. Yeah, just only one of, of the 16 games a week ago. So, Chris, when you open this pre-Rogers injury. <laughs> yeah, three, three and, and a half, half. Yeah. Which made a whole lot of sense. A whole six-point move from Rogers to Wilson. Mm -hmm. The nine and a half, and it's been a slow, steady move now to eight right now on New York. Yeah, once again, diminishing returns. Watch for anything over a touchdown. But I did think the adjustment was right. I agree. I think this Cowboy team, listen, you know, somewhere inside me, I'm kind of rooting for Wilson. Yeah, I really am. I think he, for whatever reason, that's just the way my brain works, I guess. But I'm kind of rooting for Wilson. But this is going to be tough. I mean, they are going to pressure this kid. Uh, Forget the, the the secondary, but that defensive line for Dallas, they'll be in this kid's face all game. And, and I just think this is going to be tough. Now, I've seen it over the years, Jeff. A lot of times that first game after the Stars injury, the teams, and I'm talking about basketball, football, teams rise up. So take that into account. But this would not surprise me if the Cowboys really handle them fairly easily. Still notice that Aaron Rodgers is the most impactful player to the number and has yeah. been for the last several years. The six-point adjustment here, we saw it when he was in Green Bay. Uh, here, the biggest difference, like Chris hit on a key point, uh, it's not just the Cowboys' defense. This is an entirely different animal, uh, and but it's the Jets' offensive line, which we've talked about the entire offseason, yep, the preseason. It's still a work in progress. Those are going to be the factors here. And Quinn is the defensive coordinator for Dallas. Solid. You know, he's got some stuff drawn up for this kid. I will say, we're talking about two of the three best defenses in the league in this game. 
Yeah, so, I agree. So, yeah, and the total moved six and a half points from well, 45 look, when he opened at the 38 and a half. Yeah, we're well. looking at 38 and a half. Pretty, pretty low total for uh, for any kind of football. Gentlemen, this was a lot of fun. This was a lot of fun. Well done, we will buddy. be here every Friday for this show, the Football Friday version of Sports by the Book. Vinny and I are here tomorrow morning, tomorrow morning. bright and early, 8 to 9, previewing all the games in college football, and then again on Sunday from 9 to 10. For Chris Andrews, for Vinny Maliulo, for Jimmy Vaccaro, who is in as That's well. Right. I'm Jeff Parles. We're happy you are with us today. We'll be back for more tomorrow. Sports by the Book here at the South Point Studio.